So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. All right, welcome back. Thanks for joining me today. If you've been listening, um, this is going to be the second part of a series of our investor relations on how I get uh, potential investors and uh, getting them to invest, filling out that accredited form. And I want to walk you guys through the process on how I do that. So on the last episode, you guys recall that if you're running out of your warm market and you've tapped out on all your family and friends, and there's another way that you can go out to source potential investors. And that is actually going face to face, getting out into your community, in your backyard, and just meeting folks. I love doing that. For some folks, I know that's really uncomfortable and that's okay. There's other ways to skin the cat, like I say. Trade shows, you can go to your RIAs. But again, you want to make sure that you're hitting your avatar and that is the high income producing individual. I call this your working professionals, your doctors, dentists, lawyers, your chiros. Those guys, they they work a lot of hours. They, you know, they have a lot of money and uh, they're looking for an alternative to the stock market. So those guys are always a good source of potential investors. So if you're not going face to face, I would highly encourage you to to explore that. Um, But so what do you do once you go face to face and you have someone that's interested and they say, hey, Shelly, I want to talk to you more about this. And now you're going into the presentation form. Now there's two ways that we do it here at Kahuna. We have our face to face method, which we do our mailers. And then we also have our email campaign that uh, for people that opt in. So um, however you do it, however you get the person to get into that meeting with, I'm going to show you step by step on what I do and how you're going to discover who this individual is, what type of investor they are, and how you're going to move them along the continuum. You know, how do you move them to the next step, right? So uh, whether you're doing a face-to-face meeting or whether you're doing an email campaign, now let me just back up for a minute. If you're going to do an email email campaign, I would highly encourage you. And this is, you know, there's a lot of syndicators out there. Just opt into their email. You can opt into Kahuna Investments email. Um, You'll see, uh, click on Kahuna Deal Room, get on my calendar, come and meet me face to face. And you could see exactly what I do on these calls. But oftentimes um, when we send out a blast email or someone opts in, they have the option to, you know, we do what's called a lead magnet. So you might want to write this down, write down lead magnet. Uh, What is a lead magnet. It's something, you know, whether it's a free report or a free book, it's when they click and they say, Hey, I want to know more. You're going to give that investor something else, right? You're going to, you're going to pique their interest to where they say, you know what, this is interesting. I want to know more about why apartments. So your free report should say why it's a great alternative to the stock market. And it's really, it's, it's allowing them to get to know you as a company and, and who you, who you are as a, as an individual. Okay. So a lot of times our our free report is actually Corey's book. So if they click the button and they want something free, it's going to be his his book. So there's 
all kinds of ways that you can you can do for your lead magnet, but that's pretty successful. And so from there, they're going to opt in and download your free report. They're going to get on your calendar and then you're gonna have that conversation with them. All right, so let's talk about the conversation that you're gonna have with these potential investors. And guys, I enjoy doing this. I'm a people person. I love people. I can do this all day long. Now, believe it or not, I'm on this podcast and it's very uncomfortable for me. Uh, Corey uh, said, hey, honey, you're gonna do this podcast series. I'm like, hey, honey, I'm not. And why would you Why would you tell your audience this? So if he told you, um, I, I kind of went kicking and screaming. So um, that's why it's taken, taken Mama Peterson so long to get on this podcast because I'm not going to do it. So again, don't ever tell your spouse what to do. It really has to come from their, it has to be their idea, right? So, but anyway, I'm here and I'm glad to be here and thank you for listening in. All right. So, you know, when I get someone on the calendar, I'm super excited. I'm like, oh gosh, I have an investor call. I can't wait to meet these people. And I have, so what I like to do is I, I do the research. So typically they're going to have to answer a couple of questions. You know, how do they find us? That sort of thing. They're very basic generic questions. And again, you can opt into the Kahuna deal room and just look and see how our funnel works. But I could do a little bit of research, but I really don't have a lot to go on because people are pretty hesitant and, and you know, giving too much information. They're just really there to kind of fill you out, see what you're all about. And so a lot of times it'll say, I've been, you know, I've been investing in single family or I've invested for five years. I've never had any person say, I have half a million dollars and I want to invest right now. Okay. I mean, the whole goal of these folks that are calling in and, um, getting on your calendar for you, you are really simply, it's one, one reason. And it's for them to fill out the accredited questionnaire. But you're like, wait a minute, Shelly, I thought they already filled that out. No, they haven't. So when they opt in, there's five simple questions that they fill out. But the accredited questionnaire is a little bit more detailed out. And if you don't have um, an accredited uh, questionnaire, let me know. I could send you ours. But it's basically the document that shows whether or not you are an accredited investor or a non-accredited, which is also known as a sophisticated investor. So in order for anybody to see any future deals that we have coming down the pipe, that piece has to be filled out, okay? So when I have folks that call in on an appointment, and typically these are Zoom calls, and the Zoom calls, I try to keep them about 30 minutes. I don't want to go any longer than that. Now, sometimes you build rapport with people and you're having a great time. They can go anywhere for 45 minutes, but typically I'm blocked for 45 minutes I try to, you know, get off the phone within 30 minutes and within reason because there's some things you want to uh, do. I call them post-call notes. So after you get off the phone, you're going to want to record everything that you had on that conversation in your CRM. So we use Infusionsoft. So I put it in the notes, you know, who that person's all about and what they're looking for. And then I send them the accredited investor form. And that typically, that is a DocuSign that goes to their email. So All right, so once you're on the call, guys, this is very important, so pay attention. All right, here we go. So 
when someone called, when you're doing a, um, a Zoom meeting with a person, you're, you know, you really want to make that person feel very comfortable and you want to make sure that you're building rapport. Okay. I don't typically go in and I call this back in my old pharma days, we call this feature puking. You know, you'd go into a doctor's office and then you would show them, Hey doc, here's the benefits of Zocor 40 milligrams. This is one of the drugs I used to peddle back in the days at Merck. And you would tell them all the benefits and you hope they would, you know, retain all that information. You do not want to do that on this call. So if you have information that you're going to talk to them about, you really want that conversation to be very um, engaging. I always like to say if you're, you know, you want to know a lot about that person because again, they may not be a good fit for you in your company. They may not be the type of investor that you want to be in your deals. Okay. So a lot of times when I'm on the call with a potential investor, I always thank them. So that's the first thing you want to do guys is you want to thank them for being on the call. Thank them for their time. I always ask like, where are you calling me from? And you know, oh, you're, they're calling me from Utah They're calling me from Florida. How is it over there? How's COVID? How, you know, a little bit of small talk. I try to figure out like, how did you hear about us? And a lot of times how, how, and I, and I say that because I want to know how did they find out about Corey? How did they find out about Cahoon Investments. A lot of times it's, oh, it's, um, you know, through so-and-so. So it's either a referral or it's, you know, oh, I saw Corey uh, speaking at this event or they know so-and-so or I li- or he was on this podcast. So it's very important that you establish where did folks find you, okay? Because that's going to show you what's working in your systems, right? So that's, and then I also clarify, if you have an educational platform, which Corey does, I always clarify, are you looking to, you know, are you looking to be a passive investor or are you looking to learn how to do multifamily apartments? And it's kind of weird because sometimes I get a little bit of half and half, but that's okay. If they're learning how to, if they're trying to learn your systems and they want to learn how to do the game, you know, there's all, we have a lot of folks that come through that say, you know what, this is more than I, that I thought of. And, um, I just want to simply invest. <laughs> so, and that, and that, and that happens a lot too, but for, the passive investor, I always say there's two types of investors. You got your passive investors and you also have your active investors. Now your passive investors are the ones that want the cash flow. They like the they they like the consistency. They like just the cash flow coming in, whether you guys do monthly or quarterly, we pay out quarterly, versus someone that wants to be in a big part of the deal and they want that big payout at the end, right? So I always like to clarify and ask the investor. I'm like, well, what type of investor are you? What you know, and I clarify what that means. And it's really interesting because you'll get all kinds of investors. They'll actually, I like both. I like, I like, you know, I like for the cash flow, and I like to have a, you know, like to have a, a strong back end. That's great. So, you know, typically when I have investors that that say that, and then I, I am also questioning like, well, how long are you, you know, are you currently in any other syndication deals? Are you, what, what have you invested um, in the past or what are you currently doing? And this is very important that you, you want to know their investing history. And you also want to get a feel of, have they ever invested in real estate? So this is, this is important information that you need to obtain in order to put into your notes. And so again, you know, we are establishing establishing that substantive uh, relationship, right? So part of establishing that substantive relationship is asking them financial questions, okay? So it's very important that you get a history of their financial 
financial um, investing experience. Um, a lot of times I hear folks that say, you know what, Shelly, I've never invested in real estate or I'm just comfortable with stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. And so I really want to get a nice feel on, um, you know, why have they decided to invest in real estate? I'm like, oh, well, if you're new to real estate, why now? Why are you wanting to, to get in, into real estate and why, specifically why apartments? So as you could see at the beginning of the call, I'm really trying to uncover the investor's needs. I'm really probing to see where I can help them. And guys, that is the key word here is helping. You want to have your, your frame of mind is always in a servant state, okay? There's, you know, when I'm talking to folks, in the back of my mind, I'm not thinking, oh, I wonder how much money this guy has to invest. Oh, like what, what do I need to say next? Your call should never, ever be structured that way, ever. It always should be coming from a place of a servant's heart to where you're like, well, how can I truly help this individual? You know, is this person going to be a right fit for our type of investments? And you're uncovering all of that information to see if they're going to be a good fit for both parties, not just for, for your company, but it's for that investor. So I always have my investors' goals in mind. Always. And, you know, you're always trying to uncover, like, how can you best serve them? How can our investments help them? Right. And so with that, um, you know, during the conversation, I would like to use supporting pieces. Now, we have what's called a credibility kit. And for, not, for those that don't know what a credibility kit is, it's just... It's our brochure of just introducing who we are as a company, our processes and our procedures on what we do um, when we find, fund, and operate apartments. It shows our track records. And this is a really good piece because not only do we share this with, you know, with our brokers, we also share it with potential investors. So as I'm going along the call and I'm, you know, I'm uncovering what their needs are. I'm asking them, well, what questions do you have? And then I ask for permission. I'm like, well, I would love to share how we do our processes and, and our procedures. Now, if they're brand new in a syndication and it's all very confusing to them and they're like, I've never, you know, I just heard about you guys. I really don't know what it's all about. Sometimes the credibility kit may be a little bit overwhelming. Uh, maybe an informational video is appropriate at that point. And I've done it multiple ways during my, my, my face-to-face meetings or my Zoom calls. So informational video is pretty cool. Now, if you don't know what that is, you can have this done on Fiverr. And actually one of our gals in our mastermind, I'm gonna have to give her um, props. Her name is Lee Cowden. And um, she's a brilliant, brilliant individual. And she has her own, own podcast too. But she came up with this informational video. And I would encourage you to go to our website, kahunainvestments.com, and click on Our Approach. And there's going to be this little video that you click that says Our Approach. And it's a really cool cartoon that talks about syndication. And I think it's like a minute long. It's not very long at all. But it just kind of goes through, you know, how syndications are structured. It's approved by our SEC lawyer. So it just gets a really nice overview. And, you know, a lot of times people are not only, you know, if you're on this podcast, obviously you're an audio um, learner, but a lot of people are visual learners too. So I would encourage you to go on our website, click on our approach, kahunainvestments.com, go to our approach and click on that video. And you could take that video to Fiverr and say, hey, I want to do this video, but with my with my company, you know, logo and with my company information. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> 
<laughs> so whoever, if you're thinking about doing it, it's a great, it's a great supporting piece when you're talking to folks. So you're welcome. Go check that out. Um, so from there, if you know, I'll sh either show them that video or if they really like, if they just want to know like, well, how do you guys like, you know, talk to me more about your process and our credibility kit, we have what's called a trusted Kahuna cash flow. And so basically it's a four step process. And the first step, it talks about how we acquire deals. And the way that I talk about that, I say, you know, and, and this kind of puts it in perspective, but I say, you know, in 2018, we closed on three projects, three deals. And in order to get to those three deals, we underwrote over 1600 properties. <laughs> and they're like, what? So just to put in perspective, um, you know, when I talk about our process and procedures, it, that's an eye opener. So I always tell them like, Hey, this is, this is what I call, you know, our job is finding a needle in a haystack. Right. And so they're like, wow. So, you know, we talk about our processes that we're, we do have a very conservative approach. Our, our model's very conservative. We, you know, I talk to them about our transaction size, right? Um, I talk to them about how many units that we typically do. You know, our unit for our criteria is over a hundred plus units. And there's a reason for that because if you go over a hundred, then you can, you can hire good management. Right. And if you have, if you have, you know, 90%, 85% occupancy, it's not going to hurt you because you, you still have the, you know, you still have the rents coming from 85% of your, of your renters. Right. So I kind of explain that approach. And then I go on to talk about, you know, our due diligence and our kahuna management, what makes us different. I talk about how the organization chart and I break that down for folks. Right. And, you know, but as I'm going through the presentation, there's one thing that you should always, always do. You should always check in with folks, right? Does that make sense? Any questions, right? So it's very important that you keep your investor engaged, right? Because they're going to have questions, but if you're talking over them and you're, then I call, again, we call this feature puking, right? You're just spitting out everything about your processes and your procedures and you're just and you're just rambling on you really have to and and this is really hard for me when i first started out as a, a drug rep i would go in these doctors offices and i would say doctors oco 40 milligrams and i would go blah, blah, blah. And, and I wouldn't even check in with the doctor. And I'm like, okay, sign here. Bye. And that's the worst thing that you can do. Now, as you get, you know, as you get become more seasoned and more mature and more experienced, you know that that approach is completely wrong. <laughs> Ask me how I know this. So you always want to check in with folks, whether, you know, you're showing them a presentation, you always want to just make sure that they understand. And if they have any questions, I call that checking in, right? You want to check in with your investor from there. Again, the whole goal is to get them to sign the accredited investor form. And so let me just back up because I didn't preface this in the beginning. So once you, you thank them for being on the call, you also want to set up goals why you're why you're on the call you know so i always say hey the purpose the reason why you're on this call is to get to know us a little bit more get and and for us to get to know you to see if we're right fit and at the end of the call or at the end of this meeting you are going to fill out an accredited investor questionnaire in order for us to see any in, for, in order for you to see any future deals. So I set the standards or the expectations at the very beginning of the meeting or the beginning of the call, 
right? You want to give them the reason why you're doing this meeting or why you're on this call with them, okay? And so at the end of the call or the end of the meeting, like, oh yeah, I got to fill out this accredited investor questionnaire, duh, right? So again, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't have notes. If I have notes or if I'm like on the computer, I, I tend to not do as well on these podcasts. So, so you have to forgive me. This is all very new to Mama Kahuna here. But yeah, so at the beginning of the call, you want to A, thank them, and B, set up the expectations on what this person is going to do at the end of the call, okay? And that is just to fill out the accredited questionnaire. And I always tell them too, I'm like, listen, in order for us to show you any future deals that are coming down the pipeline, this has to be filled out per SEC guidelines, okay? So it's it's your you know, it's our way of, of covering each party. You know, you're covering your rear and you're covering theirs. Okay. And then along with that, you're also going to state, I just have some questions to ask you, you know, of your investing experience. And so that's how you could open up that call as well. All right. And we talked about that earlier. Like, how do you open up that call? How do you get the meeting started? Is you're going to ask them about, you know, financial questions and asking them about their investing experience. Okay. So now that I've gone through, you know, briefly the credibility kit. And again, if you guys want to, to hear that presentation more in depth, you can just go on, you know, in our, our deal room, click the button and get on my calendar. I, A, I would love to meet you. B, I, I'm, I'm available to answer any questions you may have. But typically I like to end the call with, do you have any other questions? Is there anything else that I can show you? So normally, as you know, I don't even stop there. I really want to give people a lot of information while I have them in front of me. You know, a captive, I call it a captive audience, right? So typically I will not only show them the credibility kit, but I'll say, hey, as a, as a, a passive investor with Kahuna Investments, here's what else we do. And I show them, I walk them through our IMS, which is our investor portal, right? And I go, you know, here's where all of our future deals, you know, once, and I always preface on, once we get off on this call and you sign the accredited questionnaire, so I'm leading them into, you know, I keep reminding them not to, you know, to fill out that questionnaire. So once you are done filling out the accredited questionnaire, it's gonna come to you via email through DocuSign. You're just gonna fill it out, whether you're accredited or non-accredited. A, uh, the letter A is gonna be accredited, and then B, if you're non-accredited, that's okay. Uh, We do what's called a 506B offering. We do take some sophisticated investors. Just make sure in the paragraph and the B section that you're going to list what you have invested in, okay? Whether it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, other real estate property, but just let us know what other types of investments that you're involved in, right? And I say from, so once you fill out that accredited questionnaire, I'll just say Billy, Billy, here's what's going to happen next. So I'm walking them through the expectations of what's going to happen after they fill out that accredited questionnaire. So I'll pull up the IMS portal and I'll say, here's the portal. You will have access to your own personal login and any future deals that are coming down the pipeline, you will get first look at it. Okay. You will get first look. Now it is a first come first serve. And I've had this question before. They'll say, well, Shelly, how many investors do you have? And I'll tell them how many investors we have. And I'll say, and they say, well, um, well, gosh, that's, that's a lot of investors. I said, that's why you want to act 
quickly. So there's a sense of urgency, and, and it really is, because once a deal goes out, um, it could get funded quickly, uh, depending on the deal. And so I always coach any new investors, like if this is something that you're interested in, once you see a deal, you'll want to get on Corey's calendar. He'll walk you through the deal. And if it's a, if it looks good for you, then you're going to want to transact on that on that deal, okay? So I kind of, I set the expectations on what that looks like, right? So I show them the IMS portal, uh, show them how to maneuver through that. I say, we have our assistant. Now, now let me just back up. I know that a lot of you guys that are out there listening, you're like, well, shoot, Shelly, I'm just getting started. This is very, this is a lot. And that's okay. There's other ways um, you can you could do that too. You could do it manually. For the longest time, we had a big old Excel spreadsheet and we would like log people in. So if you're just starting out, don't let this um, system overwhelm you because there's other ways that you can keep track. I do highly recommend that you do get a CRM to at least track your appointments and your notes because once you start building your email campaign or if you're going out face to face, you're gonna you know you are gonna um, you're gonna have a database. Now when I say go out face to face, I hit the field pretty hard. I'm looking to talk to anywhere from 15 to 25 people a day when you're out in the field, okay? When you're going face to face, you're knocking on a lot of doors. Now, Corey used to do this back in his Edward Jones days, and I can't remember the metrics, but I want to say he had to do 25 doors a day. Could you imagine knocking on, you know, random homes, going into a neighborhood, knocking on their houses in, in the Phoenix heat, 100 triple digits in a suit and tie? Oh my gosh, my poor honey. That was hard, hard, hard work. So, at least I'm in the AC, which is really nice. But no, no matter how many contacts you get in a day, you're gonna want a way to track them. So again, we use Infusionsoft for our CRM, but I would look into, I know that there are some CRMs that are out there that are probably you know, very inexpensive or perhaps free, but you definitely need something, a tool to track your activity and, and, and to track your calls and your conversation. Um, a, you need that to cover your butt with the SEC, okay, because they want, they're going to, for any reason, if you ever get audited, God forbid, and that is not a fun, fun process. We have friends that have, that have gone through that process and it's quite scary. You want to have records, right, of your conversation. You want to have documentation. I got their accredited questionnaire form. This is the timeline. Um, when I talk to these folks, here's the conversation. Here's the emails that I've gone through. You want every touch that you have with that potential investor, you want to be able to record that outcome, okay? Does that make sense? Okay, so again, as I'm walking folks through, you know, the expectations of, you know, I walk them through our IMS portal. I also go over like, hey, here's what to expect as a passive investor. Here's what you get in the future. So I always kind of paint the picture for them of what's going to happen down the road. Hey, you know, once you've, you know, you've committed to an investment, here's what's going to happen next. And, um, and I walk them through of um, the documentation. I briefly go over, you know, the, the full PPM. You'll get a full PPM. You'll get the PPM signature pages. Um, all the documentation that our passive investors get, we, we typically put them in, um, we call it investor binder. So I'm going to show them our investor binder on the call. I'm like, here's, you know, a lot. Now you can get all this information, all your K1s, any, any documents that you are um, in a deal with, it's gonna be in your portal 
So you can log in, log in and get access to that anytime. But if you're not, you know, you know, if that's something that you don't want to do, we also send out what's called an investor binder. And the investor binder is basically just that. It's going to have um, a resource tab for our, our person that handles IMS, shows you how, how to log in. It's going to have their rate of return. It's going to have their, their the amount of their quarterly payment. It's going to have information about that particular apartment deal that they invested in. It's going to have have their PPM, the full PPM, the PPM signature pages, all the documents pertaining to that specific deal for that individual is going to be wrapped up in a nice binder and they can put it on their bookshelf. And a lot of people like that. They like to be able just to go, oh, here's one apartment, you know, that I'm invested in and they like to pull it off the shelf and they love that. So I always kind of paint the picture of what happens next once they um, invest. But again, I'm always going back to you know, don't forget to sign the accredited questionnaire form after we get off on this call. Okay. So I'm going to wrap this up, um, with another little nugget that I like to do. So if I, if, if someone comes through my email campaign, well, guess what I have is missing something that, that I don't get through face to face. It's their mailing address. So Oftentimes, before I end the call, I say, hey, by the way, do you have uh, Corey's book? Or, you know, they're like, oh, no. Well, you know what? Let me send you one. All right. I don't even ask for permission or, hey, can I have your address? No, I'm, I'm very directive. Here's what I found over the years. And I've, and I've learned this from talking to a lot of um, busy working professionals, especially doctors. People like to have um, direction right? They like for you to tell them what to do next. You don't, you know, a lot of times, so back in my pharmaceutical days, doctors, you know, they're so used to the nurses saying, doctor, room four, doctor, here's what's next, doctor, sign here. I kind of treat this the same way when trying to get the investor to fill out the accredited form or trying to, you know, I don't even try, I just do. It's like, you know, you know, (laughs) Master Yoda, there's no try, you just do. So I just say, hey, you know, what's your, what's your mailing address. What's your mailing address? And shut up. And they tip. I have never, guys, I have never had anyone say, uh, I'm not comfortable giving you my mailing address. I always, 100% of the time, that's my batting average. I always get their mailing address. The only way that you're not going to get their mailing address, there's only one reason. And that's because you didn't ask for it, my friend. So very simple. Hey, what's your mailing address? I want to send you um, this, this report that I have. I think you're going to find this really interesting or a newsletter or a book, right? Send them whatever, but get their mailing address because guess what you get to do once you have their mailing address? It's a double whammy effect, you guys. You send them your mailing campaign. So you remember those postcards that I was talking about on the last episode? Yeah, so now that you have their mailing address, you're going to send them a book, and then you're going to send them your postcards. And again, our postcards are pretty, they're so simple, so simple, but I create what's called a tickler file, right? And I divide them up into five weeks. And so once I talk to, um, so once I get off the phone, I'm going to click the button and send them the accredited questionnaire form. And guess what? My batting average on that is very high. It's literally, I think right now it's like 95%. And if they don't fill it out, I get a reminder. It says, hey, Shelly, so-and-so didn't fill out their accredited questionnaire. So I can give them a call and say, hey, you know, you you haven't filled out your accredited questionnaire. We got deals coming down the pipe. You might want to fill that out so you don't miss out. 
right? Once they fill out the accredited questionnaire, you're good on the internet, like you've done your job. That was the whole goal of that phone call, that Zoom call or that meeting, was to get them to sign that accredited questionnaire. But you also obtain their mailing address. So now you can send them goodies in the mail. All right, so pay attention. Here's what you're going to send them for the mailer campaign. All right, so first thing is a thank you letter. I always send a handwritten thank you letter saying thank you so much for meeting with me. Looking forward to helping you achieve your multifamily investing goals. You could keep it very simple. Or if you're, there was something um, personal in the call, you know, you know, if they tell, I always, I'm very nosy, guys. Like I will tell, I always like obtain the craziest information. Like people just tell me things. I don't know why, but they do. But I, you know, I know if they're going through a divorce or if they, you know, just got back from vacation, how many kids they have. I always. Ask Ask them also, just because I'm I'm truly curious. I'm like, well, what do you like to do for fun? I always ask them that during the call. I'm like, well, what do you do for fun? You know, I like to karaoke. I like to dance. I like to cook. Secretly, I think I, I you know, I I feel like in the near future I'm going to be on that show, Chopped. It's like, Alex, give me a basket, man. I want to I want to create something cool. So don't be surprised if you see me on the show Chopped one day because I I could throw down some food. Yeah, so that's going to be my next life. I told Corey, I'm like, I want to go to culinary school. I feel like I could probably do it. But, you know, that's kind of my my secret dream here is to go to culinary school for fun. (laughs) I think it'd be awesome. All right, so... Always ask them what they do for fun, you know, so you put that in your thank you card. Hey, you know, next time you go on a, you know, go riding, let me know or something personal in, in the card. You can keep it generic. You can keep it, you know, you can make it personal. But the bottom line is you want to make sure you send them a thank you card. And if you've been watching Corey or if you've been paying attention to how he does his thank you, he has his little um, wax seal. I don't know if you guys can see this, but he loves he loves to put that um, wax seal of approval. It's so funny. So guess what? I have my own personal wax seal, and, and but mine's a pineapple. So hospitality, that's what it represents. Love it. So they'll get a personal card from me. And then next week, they're going to get you know, meet our team. So our postcard, the first postcard that they'll get is just like a four, it's a four by six. Just make it small, four by six little postcard. Keep it very simple. And inside, it just talks about our culture. It talks about our team. And, you know, welcome welcome aboard. You know, we're excited to get to know you more. And then week two, they're going to get another postcard. And it's going to say, are your eggs all in one basket? And then week three is, why apartments? And then week four, you know, so we have, again, we have five postcards that are going to um, talk about why apartment investing, right? And it's going to give them more information about you as a company and, and about your processes. And it also, what I love about a mailer campaign is it also keeps you top in mind, right? It's not like the conversation is just going to go away. You met with these people and then you're done with. You want to have your brand, your company visible, Okay, remember on the last episode, I think I told you guys that in order for a message to stick with folks, they have to be exposed 16 times of the same message. It's crazy, but I guess that's how our brain works till we finally get it. And also, you you know, you want to make sure that you you're getting your brand, your name out there because 
you know, when they are ready to invest, if they do get a pile of money, like, oh yeah, I remember talking to Shelly at Kahuna Investments. I really like their processes and procedures are really connected with those guys. They, they seem, I want to know more about them. Well, guess who they're going to call? Because guess what? We're not the only syndicators that are out there. There's a lot of other people that are out um, doing the exact same thing that we're doing. So the key is, is how do you separate yourself from other syndicators, right? What is it that makes our company special and what do we and what is it that we do different that's going to attract the right people into our deals okay so with all that being said I hope you guys got some really good nuggets here I, I feel like I've you know I get I, I kind of get I, I'm all over the place sometimes so forgive me but I, this is a lot of fun if you want to know more about what I do and how I do it you know please feel free to, to reach out. You can uh, hit me up on Instagram, Mama Kahuna, or, you know, go to any of our social media outlets, or quite simply, if you ever just want to like, just want to go through the process, just click on the deal room and get on my ca- my calendar. Hey, I'm not going to hate you for it. I, I would actually welcome it and would I'm here to help you any way that I can. All right, guys, hope you have an awesome, awesome week. We will be chatting real soon. Take care, everyone.